You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Ooh, welcome to Nerd Overload. No, just like really, really vampire. Like go straight out Dracula. Okay. Do a do a hard Dracula. A hard Dracula? I'll take okay, I'll, I'll do a hard Dracula. Bleh! Welcome to Nerd Overload, your spooky nerd and pop and geek culture show. Bleh! <laughs> vampire. Oh god. Oh my god, that was the scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. Oh, we have a whole bunch of spooky, scary news to go over. I don't know how spooky and scary it is, but hey, maybe (laughs) it'll rattle some bones. Who knows? Look out for those bats. Ah! Thunder. uh, (laughs) That impression impression sucked. Ah! Ah! But hey, first, let's get into a few things we've been checking out. <laughs> I'm just setting the mood. That has nothing to do with anything I've checked out. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, the big one that I have this week is invited out to Wizard World Columbus. That was last weekend. Uh, got to spend Friday and Saturday down there. I should mention at the top of this, we were invited to go out there. So, you know, thank you very much, Wizard. Thank you, the Wizard. <laughs> thank you, the Wizard. <laughs> thank you, Jerry the Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> wizard of cons. Yes. But uh, but no, it was it was fun. We um, we walked around, and I mean, it's a Wizard World con, so you know pretty much what you're going to be getting into as soon as you walk in. I think they have like reconfigured like their general con planning area from the last couple of years because yeah. I don't know when was the last time you guys went to a, a Wizard World con. I don't even know. It's been like three or four years, probably. I don't remember if it was the one where you and I went to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Or I went to one of the Columbus ones. Okay. I can't remember the last one I went to. Okay. Well, they don't have the giant tower of T-shirts anymore. Oh, that company probably went under. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. But uh, yeah, it's laid out kind of weird. It's like as soon as you walk in the door, there is a bandstand area where there is live music being played. Like as soon as you walk in the door. It's cool that they have live music, but maybe that's not the place for it. Yeah, it's it's. Well, what happens is that is also where the uh, costume contest gets run, and it ends up causing a huge, huge glut of congestion and right in front of the door, the in and out <laughs> wow. when you're trying to leave at night and people are lined up. I remember yeah. the first year Wizard did the Wizard World in Columbus because mm-hmm. I went. And they had all the special guests right in front of the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember that. No. Now they uh, they relegate the uh, the celebrity zoo to the back wall, so that you have to walk all the way through the con to to stare at I mean, and poke the glass. They've yeah. been doing that for a while. Don't look directly at Carrie Elway's. Oh, you weren't even allowed because he had his own private booth with four walls, so you couldn't see inside. It was. I've never seen a con have. A celebrity like that. That is weird. I mostly remember just like signs of like no photography. Yeah. And seeing like con volunteers like trying to jump in front of people who are trying to take like secretive pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still some of that going on. But yeah, for Carrie Elways in particular, like you had to get in line and basically be ready to spend money because you're going you're going into the Elways tent. That's (laughs) absurd. Going down the carry hole. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not even Stan Lee had that. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody's stealing his secrets. Yeah. 
And uh, unfortunately, this year um, we had the we were given the opportunity to uh, to possibly interview a couple of, of the celebrities. Unfortunately, at the last minute, they both decided that they had better things to do. So, so <laughs> they we went, did not. What's the nerd overload? Yeah, basically. But uh, it's a shame because I worked real hard on those questions for Wallace Shawn. I had some real good, Aww. some real humdingers, but that's okay. What makes me kind of sad is I wish I knew more about 80s professional wrestling because I'm almost positive I would have had a heck of a time talking to the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I just had nothing to yeah, say I don't know. to the man. I think I think the best solution to this problem is to change our name to IGN. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> I, I think they might be more willing to speak with us. Yes, yes. We're we're the Columbus Dispatch Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> but uh, there were a lot of vendors, like there always always are. Um, it seemed a little more sparse this year than previous years. Uh, maybe part of that is because I have kind of gotten out of that whole going to cons looking for cool stuff to buy. It's kind of not why I go anymore. Anything that you see in a booth, you can find online for probably cheaper. Plus, they had some booths for like there was someone selling chocolate, <laughs> huh. just like gourmet chocolate. I mean, it was really good chocolate. It was like they were like uh, Twix sized, but they were truffles hmm. in different Ooh. flavors. Oh my god, super super good! But they had that. They had um, a bubble tea stand for people buying bubble tea. Oh, I mean, bad. They, I mean, they the had... bubble tea has really gotten gained in popularity. There's a whole bubble tea like. Bubble tea is good. Like yeah. rest, like uh, like food thing in the Polaris food court. They had a uh, bar set up so that you can buy hey. buy your mixed drinks and beers. <laughs> Why not for an extended price while walking around? Well, uh, one... I almost bought a Bud Light for my Wolverine <laughs> costume just because it's it seemed fitting. But I, I mean, I noticed one thing about this year was they didn't have as many like fresh in the mind like celebrities like they normally do. Yeah, yeah. Like no, no Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, normally they get like somebody big who's real popular right now, and that's enough to draw enough people to make it unbearable. That's true. the The biggest names they had were Carrie Elways and Chris Sarandon from Princess Bride, yeah. and Tom Welling from uh, Smallville. Yeah, which is weird because I think he's coming back for the the Flash crossover thing. He is. Yeah, he's going to be part of that, and and not the the woman who was part of the horrible cult. Yeah, Chloe's <laughs> Chloe will not be coming back for this crossover. That is definitely not. And that other that other actress uh, went to prison. Uh, no, that's the same one. Is that yeah. the same one? Yeah, that's okay. the same one. No, Kristen Kruick, uh She just she did a a, a Chun Li movie and it didn't do well for her career. The other one is a legit crazy person. Yeah, and went to jail for human trafficking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 So anyway, but, uh, anyway was, was branded literally branded as part of that. Yeah, yeah, very, very weird. But it's hey, a weird story. It's a weird story. It but hey, let's talk story. more about uh, Wizard World. So the reason <laughs> I really go these days is um, go for cosplay, go see people in costume, and to go and dress up in costume because that is kind of a fun, kind of creative outlet. For yeah. Them. And there were quite a, a really good number of really well done costumes. The Columbus cosplay community is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, got to meet a few people this year. Got to run into my friend uh, Byron. He was in the uh, Moon Knight pictures that I put up. Mm. I see him just about every year. Met uh, there was a there were a couple that Jordan and I uh, swore we saw and Steel City when we went to the mm. Steel City Con. And it turns out, yeah, yeah, they they double dipped. 
So yeah, met uh, met a, another couple of cosplayers that did that. We went on Saturday in costume. I was plain clothes Wolverine. So I had the the hair and the mutton chops and the claws and the leather jacket and and an, X- and an X-Men belt buckle. And an X-Men belt buckle that did not last more than an hour because the epoxy never fully dried on it uh, and it just fell apart. Mm. But uh, also Jordan went as Jubilee because basically because we found the rain slicker in a in a salvo. I mean it's <laughs> it's really easy to do it's really easy to do Jubilee. Yeah, but no, we. I'm, but I'm. They real... both turned out really great. Well, thank you. Oh yeah, thank the pictures looked. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, but uh, so for every picture of a cosplayer that I put up on our Facebook or Instagram, just imagine there were about three that I didn't get because I get kind of weird about taking people's pictures at these cons. I don't like bothering them while they're in the process of buying things. I if they look like they're busy, I'm not going to bug them. If they're kids, I'm not going to take pictures of kids unless the parent is like specifically going, "Hey." They're here for pictures. Do you want to take... Hey, get my whole family or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of whole family, there was a whole family that did a um, Toy Story, like Andy's Toys thing. Uh-huh. And they were all walking around. And for for photo ops, the uh, mom would yell, Andy's home. And they would all fall on the ground <laughs> and like various like toy limp <laughs> positions. It was really cute. It was really, really cute. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I want to say it was like a, maybe at a San Diego Comic-Con or something, but there was a couple running around dressed as Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yes. And every time they saw a Batman cosplayer, they, they just laid just... on the ground like they're dead. <laughs> yeah, they would just drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, there were some really good ones that I just, for whatever reason, couldn't get a picture of. There was a um, number five from the Umbrella Academy. Oh. Who, dead on perfect. Came, hmm. as, came as the character both days... Day one, Friday, she was, or they were dressed as from the comics. Yeah. The comics. And the uh, day two, they were dressed based on the, the Netflix. The Netflix. And, I don't remember including, which one that is. That's the kid. That's the one that came back from oh, the future okay. as a kid. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and he, and they, they were carrying around a mannequin bust, <laughs> like from the show. And uh, every time we saw them, they were either in the process of buying something or staring way too hard at all that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> So we just could not get a picture, but I, it was it just phenomenal. I think my favorite pictures were the one where the Magneto is like using magnetic powers on you. That yep. was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. And then the older couple that was like Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan and old uh, old Rogue is what yeah. that was. Oh, my my favorite was little little Mac and Bear Hugger. That was a good one. I was really surprised to see a Bear Hugger. Yeah, you it, never see Bear Hugger. It's a it's a cooler pool than King Hippo would be because that's yeah. the obvious that's punch the obvious out costume. One. But yeah. But uh, yeah, or no. Mike Tyson <laughs> needed, yeah, a do- yeah. needed a Doc Lewis. You, they did need a Doc Lewis. That's very true. But uh, but no, overall, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Hopefully next year, get more pictures. I'd like to actually talk to actually some big name cosplayers. They're, like the they, like the celebrity cosplayers who come and sit at a booth. The, the, the ones that come and have sit down and have booths. I did speak with uh, Night Mage. Uh, very briefly, he does uh, a lot of like really super well done. Is that the guy who's spawning? Yes. Stuff? Okay. He's the one that will spawn. He was Cyclops on day one, and he was. I remember. Was, like, I remember really one year. Good. I remember one year. I went. He was. That's that's the that's the African American gentleman, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one year he was spawned the Redeemer. Yes. With the big angel wings, the huge wings, and he yeah. had to like walk through doors sideways because they were like <laughs> they were seriously like a twelve foot yeah. wing, wingspan. Oh, he was M Bison. Oh, he was dark M Bison. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him do that one before. Yeah, 
But uh, but no, he was cool. We sat in sat in on one panel this year. It was cosplay on a budget. Mm. It was kind of a joke mm. because it was three of the cosplayers with booths basically just spitballing. Oh uh, well, I mean, I guess you could do this or that or whatever. Apparently, rule number one of cosplaying on a budget: buy everything you see. That doesn't seem right. That was an actual <laughs> legit tip that they gave to people like cosplaying on a budget. Huh. And they're they're like, yeah, you can scrimp on everything. Buy a good wig. Spend all your money on the wig. You can figure out everything else. Part one, you can't do C- it. Con all of your friends to sign up for the Joanne Fabrics coupons that they get in their text messages <laughs> and then have them give them to you. Uh. Don't buy fabric online. These are all things that were in this. It's like, I thought it was going to be like, you know, how do you kind of get around, you know, how do you fake some things to make it look good without having to, you know, spend a bunch of money on like building an entire set of armor or like this, that or the other. And the answer is, no, you just do it. Yeah, you can't. There, there's no way. <laughs> you just do it. Just clip coupons and do it. Jeez. I'm still yeah. disappointed I didn't get a picture with Ivy Doom Kitty that one year she was at you, Wizard World. You really should have. Yeah. She's, yeah. Been, she's been there a couple of years. I don't think she does Wizard Wizard World cons anymore. I don't yeah. know why. I, well, I don't remember I mean, the reason. Well, I mean, Wizard World, so, I mean, <laughs> I wish I could say that the con was run a little better, it, but it wasn't. The sign-in process was a little... Couldn't oh, find Jerry. Couldn't find Jerry. Couldn't find Jerry, and it took almost a half hour for us to get checked in. That Ouch. Was, wow. Yeah, that was not a good time. Uh, this year, I would give this con about a, about a 7 out of 10. Mm. I mean, it was still fun. It helps that we had some discount tickets that was great if it were full price i'm not sure if i would have come this year i mean that's the whole reason i don't go anymore is yeah. like it's not worth like 60 bucks a day or whatever yeah it is. their entry price is just completely ridiculous yeah especially when they didn't have any huge names this year yeah it's pay 60 dollars to go in a room to spend more money and i am not financially in a place where that sounds good and yeah. probably never will be because it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah and i mean they do sell c- uh, coupons if you're looking for, in the right place for for tickets i think jordan got hers for like 30 for the weekend mm. yeah which... and if you if you sign up early too you can get a discount yeah yeah but you know it was still fun i would still go to wizard cons i'm looking forward to the next non-wizard cons for a little while Honestly, although I think the next big one that's coming up is Ohio Con, and yeah, it's one of the anime cons. You know, I we had fun at Ohio Con last year. Yeah, I mean, we got the hotel room, so that made it more fun. Yeah, because we you don't have to drive home tired afterwards, and then you can eat pizza in a hotel room afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's, that's- yeah, that <laughs> if you want to escape some of the, like you know the anime nerds, you can just go away for a little while and come back. Oh, you still hear him through the wall. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, that, that morning when we got up, we heard somebody in one of the other rooms go, Oh, what a kawaii morning. Oh. <laughs> I would have oh pounded on the God. wall and yelled, Baka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But it was fun. I do. It's probably too late to get... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I get a hotel room now, but I would do it again. I mean, it's January, so I mean, you still have some time. Oh man, you, man, all those hotels get booked so quick. Oh, yeah, like as soon as as soon as an event is announced. I think yeah. last year we maybe booked one it, down the street or something. Yeah, we know. booked it like six months in advance last time. Wow. I like Met Surrey Con better mm-hmm. than Ohio Con. 
Uh, it just seems like it's maybe run a little better. There's also Colossicon up in like Sandusky. Yeah, I've never been yeah. there. I've never done that one. Yeah, that's the I, one at the water park, right? Yeah, that's the one at uh, Kalahari. Yeah, yeah. They, they've gotten uh, Jessica Negri a couple times. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that's the one where like a lot of the big name, bigger name, like cosplayers will show up and yeah, get probably because it's in a water park. <laughs> well, probably. Yeah, but Matsurikon usually has some pretty good voice actor guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they usually get some pretty good guests. Yeah. I do like MatsuriCon a little more than the other. I'm really looking forward to Indie PopCon again this year. We missed it this year, and I regret not going. Because I still haven't been to one, and I, w- I would be down for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get it figured out, because that's a, that's a really fun one. I mean, it, it's a five-hour drive, so, you know, it's definitely there worth getting and, a... There and back, or just there? Just there. Wow. Yeah, it's five hours, but it's doable, and if you make it a whole weekend, then... Awesome. Yeah. One should not, like, say drive to, I don't know, Chicago and yeah. back as Schaumburg, a day trip. Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, we made it in 24 hours. Barely. We got to go to the but Red Pac-Man restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. rad. We should have went to Galloping Ghosts. It would have been worth it. We should have, but we found that, we went to that mall and found that weird anime store. That's right, Anime Palace. Yeah. yeah. It was an Anime Palace. <laughs> uh, anime Palace is in a storage unit in Columbus. Oh, that's right. I forget what it was called then. Sorry. It's all right. No shout outs for you, anime store in the Schonberg Mall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the only other thing I checked out this week is I finished the second Shovel Knight game. I finished Plague Knight. Yay. Despite having a broken Joy-Con, <laughs> I fought against <laughs> the elements. Made extra fun. I, I played it on hard mode. I physical hard mode. <laughs> but you know what? I, I 100% percented it, so I got the uh, specialty cloak, which... It's cool. If you 100% a Shovel Knight, you just get, oh, hey, you get 100%. That's great. Plague Knight, you actually get an, a separate like item, like a, a cloak that uh, randomly generates different bomb sets and changes them every eight seconds. Hmm. Cool. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's called the Pandemonium Cloak. It's awesome. That's a great name. Yeah. I like the story that it told. I really like the characters. Plague Knight is probably one of my favorite. I'm glad they really expanded on his character. I like the interplay between him and Mona, who was just a, a, a NPC from the Shovel Knight. Yeah, you could play a mini game. She had a mini game you could do. Yeah. She oh, is that, the, the, is that the witch hiding like in the one room? You got to bash the bottles around. Yeah. Yeah. That's the very sad alchemist in the corner. Yeah. She turns out she's super rad. I just don't like playing as Plague Knight. <laughs> I just don't like it. I I've been playing shovel knight after you talked about it last week yeah and plague knight's really easy to beat it's yeah not a hard boss fight no <laughs> oh plague knight is he's i mean he's easy to yeah. beat but like i don't like playing him in like his campaign yeah. it's like i don't know i'm looking forward to starting shovel i think you mean she specter knight <laughs> at least in my game oh yeah <laughs> right because you could change the uh the gender on yeah everything now right I, everyone in my shovel knight is female nice nice <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to starting Spectre Knight. Some of the mechanics on that look super great, and I just can't wait. And I guess December is the uh, release date for the uh, other stuff. For ah. the, the rest of it. The rest of it. Okay. Including the showdown, which is going to be awesome. <laughs> it should make the Baz playable. He is playable. Oh, nice. Yeah, all of the ancillary characters are playable. All of the ancillary characters that show up in each of the three games are playable, which means Mona is playable. Mm-hmm. The generic, like, weird knight that you have to fight sometimes, the the gold knight, the gold armor, I think is what the, the character's name is, 
is a playable character with its own story mode. Each character gets its own like 20 minute story mode. That's huh. ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. They, it's insane. They've done way too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't wait. I mean, when Shovel Knight's really the only game you got going on right now. And they said that after this, I listened to some interviews and stuff they were doing. After this, they want to move on to other non-Shovel Knight projects, but they're going to keep Shovel Knight 2 in the back of their head. So it's going to happen eventually. I mean, they just kickstarted a board game yeah. for Shovel Knight. Yeah. Um, I went to a sort of con. Okay. I went to the Ohio Renaissance Festival. Hey, that is kind of a con. Yeah. I'm jealous. I wanted to go this year, but we haven't had the time. Yeah, and I think this weekend is the last weekend. Aww. So, yeah, I went. It was a good time. Weather was amazingly perfect. Yeah, good. It was the best. It was like that that right amount of, like, sunny and chill that I could keep my shirt, like, keep my jacket on, and it didn't matter. You can keep your shirt off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but it was good. I went and watched the first Joust of the day, and uh, it was good. There was a lot of stuff going on. Like, they have a female Jouster now. Who's nice. part of their jousting league or whatever? That's rad. That's excellent. Yep, she was really funny. Uh, Canadian. <laughs> she told like a really funny joke like in between matches or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like riding around. She's riding around and she's like, she's like, good, good sir, good sir. Uh, since I'm Canadian, I have the greatest pickup line for you. And he's like, okay, go ahead. And he's like, are you a maple tree? Because I'd tap it. <laughs> That's funny. That sounds like Ren Fair humor. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably the cleanest joke that was told all day by anybody at the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> but no, I put the, I recorded the joust and I put it on my on my personal Facebook. I might upload it to the, to the, uh, the yeah, Nerd Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Do it, yeah. But she was unhorsed and I felt really bad because it took her a minute to get up. Oh. And I'm sure like they're used to that kind of thing, but she sat there and I was like, oh man, I hope she's not hurt really bad. <laughs> And then the match between the knight that beat her and the reigning champion knight or whatever had a double enhorsing. Oh, really? Like, I was watching the knight that my section was supposed to be cheering on, and Nicole was watching the other guy. Mm-hmm. The other dude was huge. Yeah. Like, Sir Lawrence or whatever. And like, Sir Loin? No, no, seriously. <laughs> the dude was huge. Like, he was a big dude. And, uh, and I watched uh, my knight fall off his horse. But he like landed on like his knees and kind of did like a roll. And when he like stopped, he was still upright and he dabbed. Oh, nice! <laughs> it was great. Dab night. Yeah, he was dab night. And then the other guy, which I missed because I was recording him. He when he fell off his horse, he was just laying on the ground, and it took like a bunch of people to get him back up. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of bananas, and I was like, "Oh man." Well, did you get your flag in a mead? Did you get your giant giant turkey leg? I never like the giant turkey legs. Really? Yeah, I never I've n- I've never liked the way they tasted. Oh. Sure they smell all right when you're mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah. But... They smell delicious. Yeah. We but didn't no... either when we went. We had orange chicken, I Not think. Orange Not chi- orange chicken. What was bourbon it? Bourbon chicken. Bourbon chicken. Oh, that bourbon chicken booth chicken. is good. <laughs> that bourbon chicken booth is really good. Yeah. So They've bad. done a lot of improvements to the grounds uh this year. Oh, good. Good. I know I think all the female facilities are plumbing oh nice i saw some i uh, saw some other shows i mean it was just a really good time cool well good did you go in in costume did no you... 
No, I mean, no. I wear Renaissance-style garb every week, so it's like my day off or whatever. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm gotcha. here I'm here to have fun, not... <laughs> I'm, not I'm not here to work. Yeah. Now, was there a was there a theme for this one, or was it... Uh... It was Romance Weekend. Romance Weekend. Oh, oh, very nice. Well, I watched a couple get married in the church. That's excellent. Mm, there was That's like a excellent. big parade and stuff, and it was really cute. Yeah. How many time travelers did you see walking around? Like, specific Doctor Who mm. or Star Trek... I honestly did not see any, and it surprised me. I saw plenty of steampunks. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) Always see those. I saw a full-on Mandalorian when we went... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that doesn't surprise me i remember i remember going some years and seeing like a klingon or stormtrooper or something i didn't really see a lot of that mm. they I, do have the specific time travelers weekend maybe that kind of yeah time travelers weekend i think is like the second weekend or something mm, okay that yeah. would be fun to go to but then you run into like there's 50 star treks and a doctor who yeah suddenly it's a sci-fi convention it's a sci-fi and, no, and nobody's in, in the woods and it's like yeah. oh, come on yeah I mean, it was a good time, though. Uh, Of course, I always love going to the Renaissance Festival. It's like one of my favorite things I do during the year. I'd Mm. wear my Star Trek uniform if it still fits. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would, too. I'd dust that thing off. Why not? What the heck? Uh, I saw a lot of, like, people dressed as elves. Of course, you always have that. One guy I did see in costume, he was, like, a full-on minotaur. Nice! (laughs) And he had, like, his cow head, like, a moving mouth and everything. Wow, really? Yeah, and he, like, (laughs) was just, like, stomping around and, like, he's, like, like, in a real gruff voice, like, Excuse me, out of the way. <laughs> and like and somebody's like <laughs> and somebody's like, how does your mouth move? He goes, just like you. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> it makes me think of the movie we watched half of the other night. Waxwork? Yeah. It had a, a werewolf in it whose mouth could not open or close. <laughs> <laughs> and they just show it like it's supposed to be biting someone and the actor just kind of pushing the head at them. <laughs> It was it was a super corny '80s teen horror movie that was pretty good, but then we both kind of passed out. <laughs> That's our spooky movie review for th- for this week. Is half of Waxwork, <laughs> and and then partway like about five minutes in, I'm like, I've seen this before. <laughs> like it was one, it was a blockbuster rental from high school. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now. I was working in the lab late one. 
delight when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can then you can monster mash. Mash! Is he gone? You impetuous young boy. Mash good! Monster mash! Hey everybody, we're back. That was the mash. It was the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Yeah, by Bobby Boris Pickett. <laughs> we we play it every year. It's, it's you got to. It's tradition. It's the spooky times. We need the spooky songs. Too bad we can't play the Star Bomb uh, Castlevania one. Yeah, <laughs> there's only like a couple of curses in it, but it's just know. enough. I mean, it's a Star Bomb song. Well, yeah, it, it's it's nothing but swears. I don't like Star Bomb. Really? No, I don't. You, you used to. Mm, I. Aaron can't rap. He, he can't. <laughs> He's really bad. And that was the joke on the first one was that Aaron can't rap, rap. And then the second one was like, no, he's really trying. And like, and it was like on the Billboard top charts for comedy or some crap. And it's like, it's like no, it's no. Uh, yeah, he, he can't rap. And like, there, it's obvious video game jokes that you mm. would see in a webcomic from 2002. Which is about the around the time that he would be making webcomics. Yeah. Sort of thing. So <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. 
All right, anyway, let's go ahead and get into some news. Let's start off with the big one. Let's go from Star Bomb to Star Wars. There we go. I like that transition. Depending on who you talk to, they're one and the same. Oh. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, there was a trailer, the final trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. The, the final, end, the end of the saga. Yeah, the yeah. final trailer for the final Star Wars. The last mo- Star Wars you're ever going to see ever. They're going to be done forever after it, except <laughs> for they're totally not. They're yeah, they're going to round up all the toys and merchandise and burn it in a gigantic bonfire that'll be visible from space. They're going to launch it what, into is, space. Isn't yeah. that what they did with Star Trek? <laughs> no, that was James Duan. I had lots of Star Trek toys. <laughs> they launched him into space. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, they kind of did. Anyway, we all watched this. No, seriously, his ashes yeah, his were ash, in space. I, yeah. I... Uh, so anyway, yeah, we watched the trailer. And uh, what do you guys think? It was a Star War. Yeah. I feel like it, in the scheme of modern trailers, I think it maybe gave, gave away a little too much. See, I don't get that at all. I mean, I get that it showed it showed off a lot of uh, set pieces, mm-hmm. and it showed off a lot of the characters that are going to be active during the film. Mm-hmm. But as far as plot goes, I have no idea how they're going to fit all these pieces together. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the fact they had like Ray like stomping around the old Death Star or whatever because it's a that nice cool. It's it's a Technically, it's Death Star 2, but but it harkens back to when she was scrapping around in that Star Destroyer in the first movie. Yep, I like that. Now, does that mean that this planet that it landed on, is that the planet that Endor was the moon of? Sure. I, I, think, there, <laughs> I think there are multiple planets in that particular little system. Okay. And okay. I would imagine when the Death Star blew up, it went everywhere. Gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. It's everywhere. <laughs> Though, I, I remember seeing a, like, a scientific dissection of what would happen to the forest moon of Endor if the Death Star blew up next to it, and it would have just basically destroyed that entire <laughs> planetoid. Fantasy space movie. I know, I know. But anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, this trailer showed off a couple different things. Uh, we got a look at Rose. So yep. Rose is coming back, yeah. at least in some way, shape, or form, which is good. Until I was they, excited. Until they kill her off in the first 10 minutes. Boy, I will be so unhappy if that oh, happens. I'll be stupid, man. That's almost walk out. Yeah, level it it is, but it I'm is. not gonna walk out. Though. Honestly, I kind of hope that they continue the storyline of of Finn and Rose. I mean, I didn't their the love angle came out of super left field in the last movie, but it doesn't mean they can't redeem it, it in this one. Yeah, if yeah. they were to just continue it and be like, oh no, hey, I yeah, mean, this is we just... don't we don't know how much time has passed between the end of that one and this one. Yeah, right. I mean, heck, between Empire and Jedi, <laughs> they're I, married and they have three kids. Well, Empire and Jedi, I think, had like a three-year gap. Yeah, like, an, like an actual timeline, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's prime for spinoff movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> see, that's it. Yeah, you got to build in some of those gaps to you know fill in later on. But no, we saw them. We saw all of our favorites, all your favorite star folks. Yep, Lando's back. He's in there. Yep, that's he, pretty cool. He was one of the only remain remaining original trilogy characters they hadn't really used. Yeah, and I'm glad he's back. I honestly, I I hope they don't get into the parentage of Ray. I don't want that. Yeah. I want her to just be just a person, just a person that happened to have the force. Yeah. What I, do I don't want, want I don't want her to be like, you know, the granddaughter of somebody or the daughter of somebody. Or like a Skywalker. Actually. Yeah. An actual secret Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping the Skywalker thing is just a title. Yeah. What I do want, however, is for Lando to take one look at Finn and go, Hey, it's my long lost grand grandson. You remember when your parents died and the when you were a baby and the Empire I, scooped you up and took you into the military thing? I've been looking for you forever. Remember when I lost you in a Pazak 
game. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I would really like to see some kind of familial kind of thing tied up with Finn. Yeah. And I mean, there are only like two or three black folk in the, in the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars universe for some reason. So why not? It'd be kind of cool. I mean, given like Lando's lifestyle, he probably has lots of kids running around. All sorts of alien-human hybrid. <laughs> and he's, also some robots. He's just Captain Kirk in it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't want J.J. Abrams to make every fanboy's wish come true. I just, I'm worried it'll be too pandery. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. The, the inclusion of uh, Palpatine yeah, kind of has me it, worried it about seems, that. Uh, I still think that's uninspired and not now, terribly interesting. Now they can do something cool with it. They absolutely can do something cool with it. And the moment that they do something cool with it, I'd be like, okay, I was wrong about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still think he's going to be a ghost. I don't think he's going to. I think he's just going to be like an evil specter kind of hanging around. I think I bet he is going to be a force ghost that is desperately trying to get a physical form, take over the body of Kylo Ren. Well, I read one rumor that the reason we maybe got Dark Ray in the last trailer Mm. was that maybe Palpatine's ghost is possessing Ray. See, I saw that more of like a possible future. Like mm, like it's know, a vision and yeah, not a real thing. Yeah, like when in uh, Empire, when Luke went into that uh, those woods and had that weird freak out with, where he fought Darth Vader that turned out to be his own face. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it was something, it would be Palpatine doing something like that to Rey to like go, mm, I could hey, see that. stick with me and this is what you can have. You can have a nutcracker lightsaber. It cracks nuts and also stabs people like a colon. Like, maybe, uh, maybe her name's Ray Palpatine. Bum, bum, dun, 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 dun. I mean, yeah, because Palpatine was not his first name. Yeah, Shreve, what? I think. Sh- yes. Yeah, Shreve. Yeah, yep. Shreve Palpatine of Naboo. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I mean, there's some other like good little like quick gotems in that trailer too. Like you see the ghost from Star Wars Rebels in the fleet. Yeah. For like literally two seconds. Mm-hmm. Which is about as much as we got it from in Rogue One. Yeah. We get some weird ominous dialogue from C-3PO about him possibly dying or becoming another kind of robot. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not prepared to tear up at my least favorite Star Wars character. (laughs) But here we are. I mean, I imagine this movie. I don't remember seeing Jar Jar. (laughs) Aww. It's okay. He's in the background pulling the strings as the super, the super yeah. double secret Sith Lord. C three PO is your least favorite Star Wars character. I don't like him. Huh. I, I don't. I don't like him. I mean, I understand his necessity in the movie as kind of the info dump, as well as kind of comic, comic re- relief. Comic relief, and a lot of the R two D two things don't work as well with C three PO not around. However, I think if I had to rate main cast one against the other one, not saying that he's bad, he just comes out at the bottom. He definitely doesn't work alone. Yeah. He definitely he needs somebody to like bounce stuff off of. It's kind of like um oh what's his name? Jay no, from Clerk. I mean, yes, but <laughs> Emperor's New Groove, Tommy Boy, David Spade. Yes, David Spade. Yes, he's he's much like a droid David Spade. He needs he needs a partner. He needs a, a comedy partner. Yeah, for sure. Plus the while I shouldn't let the prequels color the way I think about some of these characters. The fact that little tiny baby Darth Vader built them <laughs> is just a little bit too far in like the it's one it's one step too far in like the <laughs> character building of C three PO. He was gonna make uh, Boba Fett and Darth Vader brothers too at one point. Really? Yep. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm glad uh, they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about not a Star War. Let's talk about not a Star War. <laughs> so what do we have that's not Star War? Uh, there's a, Adventure Times kind of coming back for four specials on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah. Almost said now. Man, I am so angry. It is stupid. Yeah. They, for one, they finished it and they closed it out good, I've heard. I don't know. I haven't actually watched it. And for two, it just really stinks that it's on HBO Max where nobody's going to see it. Yeah. Yep, there is not enough on HBO Max to warrant me because I don't care about Game of Thrones. Which is over anyway. Exactly. <laughs> now, do you suppose this is going to be a continuation of the from the end of the original series, or is it going to be like stories told within like the time frame of like the end of the series is still the end well, of the series? The end of the series is still the end of the series. I think this takes place in the time between the end of that. And then the super future time when everyone is gone. Oh, okay. Because it's called Distant Lands, and it definitely feels like it has a they're not on ooh anymore kind of vibe. Mm. Adventure Time in space. Basically, yes. I mean, during Adventure Time, they did go to space a few times because of you know dealing with various really almost like super beings. Plus, Magic Man is from Mars. So. Oh, yeah. Where Abe Lincoln is. <laughs> Aqua Teen. Jeez. Nice. <laughs> well, um, no. They, there's an Abe Lincoln on Mars in Adventure Time, isn't there? No. No? What am I thinking? I'm thinking the, in the original short, I think there is. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't watched the original short. But anyway, but yeah, it looks like it's definitely like kind of space. Because in the picture you see, it's they are in space. There's like space and asteroids and stuff behind them. And Bubblegum, Finn, and Marceline all have like space spacesuit-like things. And Finn still has his robot arm. So it's definitely not telling the story within the series. It's definitely after. I'm still mad because the series ended, had a good ending. And as much as I was sad to see it go, it was done. It did not need more. I just don't like seeing things on HBO. It just reminds me of being a kid and not being able to watch Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah. Yep. I agree with that. (laughs) And also the fact, you know, HBO Max, like, they didn't take Sesame Street, but... Yeah, they're getting the Sesame Street before everyone else. Yeah, which is, goes against the ethos of Sesame Street. I think. I think giving it to a premium channel for rich kids to get it first is against the it's for everybodyness of Sesame Street. Yeah, it's really frustrating because yeah. the PBS kids don't get it like until like months after. It's like three months. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. The the kids who need it the most get it three months later. It sucks. Yeah, but yeah, it's another one of the things. It's almost like it's almost like the streaming service equivalent of like the Epic Game Store. Like they're taking stuff that's good and they're just like, well, we shelled out the most money for it, so we get it. <laughs> yeah, too bad for your luck. Yeah, uh, don't worry, they're gonna the streaming service boom is. It's gonna bubble, pop soon. The bubble's oh. gonna pop. Oh yeah, that that very, bubble very that soon. bubble's gonna pop, and we're probably only gonna have four people left standing. <laughs> yeah. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and probably Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. All right, so hey, let's move on to our next topic. So what's this Fallout 76 thing? Oh, yeah. More Fallout 76 news. It continues to giveth. This time, it's not a dumb thing that happened on accident. It's a dumb thing that happened on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bethesda is going to start a subscription service for the game that lets you have your own private servers to play on okay and it has some extra you get some extra garbage but like at this point who cares yeah nobody 
this will be great for the 12 people who play that game. Yeah. They'll get their one's private server and that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I don't no one I don't think anyone was asking for this. No, I don't think so either. That and they delayed the the expansion that actually sounds cool that adds in NPCs and makes it an actual game got delayed until 2020. Wow, really? Jeez. So, you know. Yeah, that is a step in the wrong direction for them. My gosh. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Bethesda. Surprise. They just keep stumbling over their own shoelaces. Yeah. Again and again and again. It's not like some evil goose is chasing them and untying them. They're just too <laughs> lazy to tie them themselves. Except for their, like, outside studios, like id and Dishonored. The Dishonored people. They oh. make good ones. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that studio. Arcane. Ah. They're good. It just seems like main Bethesda can't do a, they can't do a good anymore. Mm. I don't know what happened. I mean, come on, they did they did Skyrim. People loved it a little too much. Yeah, not my favorite Elder Scrolls, but it's okay. Yeah, and then what do they do? They make an online Elder Scrolls and I've re- heard, I've heard that's good though. It's okay, and they re-release Skyrim eight hundred times. Yeah. Instead of giving us a new Elder Scrolls. And they make Fallout 4, and it's not very good. Exactly. And then we get <laughs> online Fallout, which is it's been not ma- very good. It's been, and continues to get worse and worse. <laughs> it's They just can't get back to form, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they've gotten too big. Maybe um, whoever their corporate overlords are or whatever have been bringing down their neck too hard. I wonder if we'll see the next Elder Scrolls at the next E3. Oh, speaking of, there's another stinky thing they did, that crappy Elder Scrolls mobile game that sucks. Oh, Blades? Mm. Yeah. It was fun until you kind of run out of stuff to do real quick, and they, it just wants you to do the same things over and over again. I don't even know why that's on my phone still. I haven't touched it since the day, since the day it came out. <laughs> Actually, I, I got it a little bit before the day, because I, I got the, the weird test or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Todd yeah. let you in early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, so hey, uh, moving on. So Margot Robbie might be working on a Tank Girl movie. Sounds good to me. That's, I love that movie. I love that movie. I love the comic. Uh, I think it's a perfect fit. I really think, um, well, it's funny. The the type of character that Harley Quinn in the comics is currently is very close to Tank Girl. Yeah. Which they, is what they're they, basing their this Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey movie are there it's based off of that comic yeah starring margot robbie and now she, it's coming full circle back to <laughs> yeah. i mean there's even like one of the harley quinn covers was a basic a direct uh reference to tank girl yeah so for folks who don't know tank girl was a comic series uh it was british or it was done by uh, a couple of brits the guys one of the jamie hewlett yeah yeah one of the guys from the gorillas and i forget the other guy that worked on it but there's two of them but it was, you know, it was a very popular, like, kind of underground comic. Uh, post-apocalypse in Australia. Yeah. Dadaist almost. Dadaist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything was run by the uh, water and power because water is like, much much like Waterworld, water is the big, we well, know, the opposite of Waterworld because everybody lives on boats in yeah. Waterworld. Yeah. They it, have it, too much water. Yeah. In this it's, world, they don't have enough. It's, right. It's like, it's like Mad Max, but instead of fighting over gasoline, they're fighting over water. Right. Or in the case of Fury Road, they also needed that water. <laughs> they also needed the water, yeah. The Aquacola. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you follow uh, Tank Girl and her two friends, Jet Girl and Sub Girl, and they just kind of have crazy adventures. Yep, and Tank Girl's tank is kind of sentient. 
Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, like there's a shot of I think at one point she put a brain of something. Yeah. In it, but it's it's like semi sentient. Yeah, like it it basically comes when she calls it. Yeah. Anyway, they made a movie of this back in the mid '90s, early to mid '90s. Yep. Uh, starring Lori Petty, and it was great. Like, yeah. it's, it, the movie's a mess, but I kind of oh, yeah. love it. Yeah. Who was the villain? He was like the big villain back in the day. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I oh, I love the art in the yes. comics. Don't really care for the comics themselves all that much. Really? It's too it's too wacky, and oh, gotcha. it's too all over the place. Like, it's almost hard to follow. It's so, yeah, it's like a weird... So lucid, like... Yeah, see, I, see, I kind of like that, like, you know, the kind of sit down and you know you're in for a trip kind of <laughs> kind of thing it was but, definitely that but, but i love love the art like it's worth it to me just to just to look at <laughs> man when they started putting new tank girl comics out like a while ago yeah man i was getting all of them oh yeah yeah and uh this the original tank girl movie unfortunately was kind of mired by studio interference the director mm-hmm. had a real clear vision of what she wanted to do with the movie and the studio came in and like mandated like this, that, and the other, and like had them change a bunch of things. So like any time in the movie that it cut to a artistic rendering of what was going on, it's because the studio decided, hey, we're not going to give you the money to film this. <laughs> so yeah, and it's kind of cut up all over the place. That movie also gave us rapper Ice T in a man kangaroo costume. <laughs> Which was weird. <laughs> no, you said that, and I know I've seen the movie a thousand times. Yeah. But the image that went in my head was that movie with Kung Fu Kangaroos. Oh, yeah. The, um, I thought you the were Warriors say, of Virtue. Warriors of Virtue. I thought you were going to say Kangaroo Jack. No. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, did you know, uh, speaking of you know things, did you know Subgirl was supposed to have a much bigger part in the movie? Like, they introduced her very briefly. It's uh, Joan Cusack. And then, or no, not Joan Cusack, but it's, the other uh, Cusack sister. And then she was written out. Wait, she's in the movie? She's in the movie. She's not called Subgirl, but she is in a sub, like, a, it's very clear that they're in a submarine at one point. And the idea was while Tank Girl is fighting uh, Malcolm McDowell and uh, Jet Girl is flying around doing stuff, Subgirl is underneath uh, getting the kids that they had captured like, oh yeah out yeah of thing. so like there's going to be a whole segment with Subgirl swimming around underneath you know in aqueducts and stuff like that yeah 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 i don't think they even call her jet girl in the movie they call her jet yeah okay and they call a uh, tank girl rebecca yeah throughout the whole thing anyway margot robbie is a perfect choice for this new movie and i oh hope- yeah i doubt de- she's definitely a modern age version of that actress yeah yes and i hope they uh, are able to do everything they need to, they want to, and need to do in well, this film to make it uh, make it right. I think in this day and age of comic book ad- adaptations being more accurate and more accurate as we go on, I think we'll be pretty set. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably could have got a really great Ninja Turtles movie if Michael Bay wouldn't have been attached to the project. Mike, <laughs> Michael Bay was only executive producer; he I, really wasn't it. I know, but he was still attached. Plus, the second one I hear is much better than the first one. It is. We've seen it. I never saw the second. Yes, one. you did. No, you I and didn't. me went I together. Think, I think you did the first yeah. one. We went and saw the second. We went and saw the first. I have never seen the second one. It's got Bebop and Rocksteady. You've seen it. I know it has Bebop and Rocksteady. I've wanted to see it. I've never seen. I that could movie. have sworn I yeah. remember you talking about it. I did not see the second one. I saw the first one. I never saw the second one. Huh? I could have sworn. Anyway, no, no. Anyway, anyway, John Cho hurt himself. Yeah, that's a <laughs> bummer. You know, I, I I read the article about him hurting himself on set for the Cowboy Bebop live action 
series, movie, miniseries, whatever they're doing. Yeah, and they had to delay production on the... It's like a series. nine months. Yeah, he must have really... He had to have surgery. Yeah. He said he, it was a routine stunt. That he had practiced that, the living daylights out of. He had practiced over and over, and he just he just boofed it so bad. Here lately, there have been a lot of actors and actresses getting hurt on set. Yeah. Oh, shoot. What's her name? Um, Ruby Rose. They had to delay Batwoman shooting because she injured her neck. Like, really, really bad. She had well, to have, like, emergency surgery. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you look in, like, I guess more recent stuff for Batgirl, she has, like, a scar on her neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Batwoman. Or, yeah, Batwoman. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a bummer for John Cho, but, I mean, it's, you know, it's good that they're going to wait and give him yeah. plenty of time to heal. heal and come around, and then they'll do this show that they, may or may not be good. They did also announce that they had casted Ayn. Yeah. Okay, the, which one's Ayn? The dog. The corgi. Oh, the yeah? Corgi. And it's a corgi. Hey! <laughs> they did a good one on that one. Good job. Good job there. <laughs> All right, so a couple of quick hits. The comic series, the longstanding comic series, Bone, is getting an animated series for, is it Netflix? Netflix. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we only mentioned it because uh, the guy, the creator, he's from Columbus, and that's pretty cool. I'm not sure if he's still around the area, but I believe he was at one point. He's a big part of that uh, uh, comics. The history, like the mus- No, there's a, they do like a, it's not quite a con. It's kind of a show, kind of like a, a uh, artist yeah, kind of yeah, art comics art festival. In yeah, that's, he's that's always it. a part of that. It's called Comic Crossroads Columbus. Right, yeah, yeah. But uh, Bone, should, I, gotta, I gotta look up his name. Yeah, let's look up his name. I've read a little bit of Bone. I've never really gone and read the whole thing. I don't know much about what it is. Jeff but Smith. Jeff Smith. Yep, that's the yeah, guy's name. I've always yeah. wanted to read Bone, but I have never done it. There's and there's so much of it. Yeah, it's like definitely one of those things you you really can't go into the like. There's multiple omnibu- yeah. omnibuses or omnibuy. Yeah. Omnibuy. omnibuy, yeah. Multiple octopuses of bone. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to the cartoon. So yeah, it's gonna be great. I hope they really spend money on it because it's something that I think deserves to look really really good. I mean, if they do it any like if they do it like they did like like Hilda, Hilda was really good yes. and really accurate to the uh, graphic novels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine Netflix going, okay, do exactly what you need to do, and we'll just, you know, we'll print you the money. Yeah, because not all Netflix animated shows look good. It's yeah. a, it's a real gambit. That's why gambit. I'm a, a little concerned about uh, Cuphead. Yeah, I'm hoping that they take the time and energy that went into making the game. Well, the biggest thing with, with Cuphead the car- is the cartoon. fact that the art style is so specific and so iconic to that series. Yeah. There's only one way you can do it. Yeah, that's true. Because if you don't, it's just going to fall flat. Here's yep. a related news. They released like a teaser for a new Ghost in the Shell Netflix uh, animated thing. And it's CG, like completely CG anime. And it's oh. kind of like people are kind of on the fence about it. Huh. Because it looks... A little cheap. Mm. I think it looks. I think it's okay. I yeah. mean, I watched the was it three Arise movies they did, where they kind of retold the story of Ghost in the Shell a little bit, but kind of different. They were okay. The, some of the characters didn't look exactly right in comparison to like the other materials. People are complaining that the major looks too cute, too cutesy. I mean, in she, this clip, in the Arise stuff, she looks really young, and it takes place before they all join 
section mm-hmm. nine and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I don't think it looks that bad, though. I think well, it's salvageable. When, when they redid the original Ghost in the Shell movie with a bunch of CG scenes, it felt really weird. Like, it, like every CG scene was just off. Well, it's because it was also, like, 1999 or whatever. <laughs> this was fairly recently. Oh, they did it recently? Yeah, this was, like, a couple years ago. Oh, that seems unnecessary. Like, they spliced in certain, like, they they redid certain scenes in CG, and but kept, like, the rest of the movie in certain places. Huh. Mm. Like, the scene when, like, in the beginning when she, like, repels down Invisible and stuff, and, like, jumps off the building, CG. It's just, it's really awkward to look at. That, that's, the original is such a cool and good movie too. It doesn't it doesn't need altered. It sounds like, like a real Star Wars special edition kind of scenario. It really it really was <laughs> like that movie. Like when you think like cyberpunk. Oh that, yeah, that's the one that really jumps out for me. That and Blade Runner. Like, yep. Prime delicious cyberpunk. All right. Well, hey, uh, we are at time, so I hate to wrap things up, but we got to get out of here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Check out those new cosplay photos uh, at Nerd Overload now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, for absolutely free. We, we stopped charging for it. Yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, <laughs> we are also on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. So uh, check us out over there. We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash Nerd Overload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, uh, head on over there. Check it out. You can get the show a couple days early. Why not? What the heck? And finally, we sell t-shirts. Just go to our homepage and hit the store link and uh, look at those sweet, sweet shirts over there. Nerdoverload.com. Yeah, that's right. So uh, anyway, thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. Ooh. Ooh.